and everybody in Brazil, my family, they they were saying, "Oh, this guy is crazy, <laughs> leaving his <laughs> his career, everything, to go to America with a wife, two small kids, like, and starting a business." In 2019, Alex Fashionello, his wife, and their two children sold everything they owned in their native country of Brazil, relocated to Southern California, and started a fiberty business. On this podcast conversation, Alex talks about their huge leap of faith, how they worked through the E2 investment visa process, and how they eventually found a sense of comfort and belonging not only in a new country, but as business owners as well. His story is extremely inspirational. It's one of courage, of risk and reward, and of hard work with no looking back. We hope you enjoyed listening in on this conversation. Cheers. Okay, I'm very happy to be sitting down with my friend and Fiberdue franchise partner, Alex Fashionello. Alex, thank you very much for taking time to sit down and have a chat together. Oh, thank you so much. It's a pleasure. For context and, and a bit of a, a setup to your story, you are Brazilian, but you currently reside in Southern California in the Newport Beach area. Yes. And you've been running your Fiber New franchise since February of 2019. And you have built a, a new life and, and building a business in the U.S., after moving from Brazil. Can we just start maybe with your explanation of making that transition? What brought you and your wife, Hyla, to uh, to want to make that move? And then we can maybe explore some of the steps in the process to do it. Can we go back three, four years ago before you made the move, Alex, and, and just tell us wh- where were you at in life and what prompted the move to Southern California from Brazil? Absolutely. Four to five years ago, it was... 2017, me and my wife, we, we were, were on a road trip in Brazil, and uh, there was this uh, changing point on, on our lives. Uh, we heard God's voice saying, go to America, like that, out of the blue. It was, And it was really impossible for us at the time. We couldn't even afford a plane ticket to go to America. And I was like, oh, okay, so... We should go to America to move, and we cannot afford a plane ticket. Wow, that was that was wild. A little background: what what was our life looking like uh, back then? Uh, I I on my I said my former life in Brazil. I I was an IT guy since I was six years old. I I I into computers. I started programming. I started doing uh, web pages when I was 10, 11. I was giving free classes to the professor at the university in, in Brazil, or teaching them to use the computer because nobody has what had on computer at the time. Uh, I graduated in uh, computer science. I have master's in computer science, and uh, and I found a business, uh, a technology business for agriculture in, in Brazil. And uh, that was my baby, you know. I was so attached. My 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 identity was in the business. I was so into. Uh, I I was all in into that business. So, uh, in 2017, 16 actually, we got an investment from a venture capital firm. Uh, so it was our dream coming through. Uh, you know, money for your project, and we are really excited, but. Things weren't doing so good, so uh, we had some uh, disagreements with the partners. So with the partners, so I I wasn't in a in a good uh, spot. And then 
comes comes this tipping point saying go to America and I was like oh but how fast forward a little bit a lot of things happened we we were uh, the 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 venture capital firm uh, recommended us to merge with another company so we started looking for an, another opportunity and another company came and and bought me out from for the business so now i sold my business i have this idea or this uh, call to go to america but i didn't know where at the time i had a dream about a zip code and it was california so i know that uh, i should go to california but uh, i didn't know what to do so i started looking for a, a business for a franchise opportunity i met this guy he's a franchise consultant and he presented me three options based on my financials on my dynamics on my on my dreams everything and uh, he presented me three options and fibernew was one of these we came here for the right day with bruce porter it was amazing he Thank you so much, Bruce. You're a, <laughs> you're a master in your craftsmanship. And uh, I mean, I loved it. It's It was so unique. It was so crazy, Jesse, because <laughs> I didn't know if I could make it. You know? <laughs> I've never been a handy guy. I've, I was going to ask you about been... that because you, you've confessed to me that you're not a hands-on handy kind of guy. And then all of a sudden here you are working with your hands in fiber now. So how did that bridge happen? Oh my God! I didn't. I didn't know how. And everybody in Brazil, my family, they they were saying, "Oh, this guy is crazy, <laughs> living his his career, everything to go to America with a wife, two small kids, like, and starting a business in a totally different market, and he's never done anything with their hands." So. Oh my God! <laughs> Talk <laughs> about a challenge there. Uh, it, it's been it, it was a real a real challenge for me in the beginning, you know. But you stuck with it and you asked lots of questions. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. I got to, I I got to to give you the 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 honor because due to your amazing uh, fiber new amazing process, amazing training, amazing support system. Uh, we made it <laughs> and uh, full disclosure there was no plan b <laughs> at all no plan b at all yeah I wanted, I wanted to talk with you about that because again you've mentioned that to me in the past that when you made that decision you sold everything in brazil you moved there was no looking back and no plan b as you said so i'm curious alex your mindset and, and your psyche around this move with no, no looking back let's just explore that a little bit if, if you don't mind i mean what what, what did no plan b mean to you I, I remember to this day when, when I, I don't know if it was you or Chad or Paul and you asked me, what's your motivation for Fibernew, to, for mm-hmm. doing Fibernew? And I said, I don't want to go back to Brazil. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Not that I don't love Brazil. I love, but I mean, this is home now and that's where I want my, my kids to grow. And I, this is where I, I feel home now. I was, it wasn't like this before, but now I, I feel home. So, and it's it's amazing how to see how we adapt to new things, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I one thing that that during all this process, so after I sold my business and before sold selling my business and moving to America was was a year and a half of preparation that 
lay down the foundation for me to come here. And it was really important because I figure out who I am, who I really am. You know, I am not an IT guy. I am a problem solver. My identity is not attached to attached to the computer. You know, I like okay. to solve problems. I am a relational person. I like to to be in touch with people to help them achieve their their goals. So, uh, figuring that out was really really the foundation for me to to do fibrin. So because now I feel fulfilled. You know, I feel that I'm 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 serving my purpose doing what I do, and it's it's really rewarding. Yeah, I mean, in a nutshell, that's what we do every day in Fibernew is we solve problems and we help people. That spoke directly yeah. to what you discovered about yourself. Yeah, so it wasn't like this in the beginning. In the beginning, it was really hard. I mean, we came from a third world country. You arrive here, especially in Southern California, you had the chance to know everything is so beautiful, everything is in its right place. You feel, it's a feeling, you feel that every single Spaces are already uh, filled in. You know, you feel that's no no space for you. You feel that uh, everybody is is more pretty than you. They have they're richer than you. You know, and so it's hard to to uh, and you feel that you you don't belong here. So uh, that's what what I was struggling in the beginning. And of course, uh, everything else, you know, uh, figuring out the economics as well. I didn't know if uh, for doing a job, I didn't know how much a, uh, a sofa would cost, a sectional cost. So I had to figure everything out, you know. It was really hard. On top of that, I couldn't practice at my house because my HOA doesn't allow me to work on my house. And uh, I'm 100% mobile. Uh, operation so uh it was really hard for for me and uh, i didn't know anybody when i came here so i really had to to start everything from from scratch you know but uh i had the i am a, a positive person and uh i have a positive mindset and I, I i was every day looking at everything around the the cars the the houses uh, the 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 business everything is pristine so i think i thought oh if everything is so pristine there's got to be some somebody taking care of them and i i am the guy i'm going to be the guy so that's what always kept me going you know it was it was a challenge in, in the beginning and i was literally while I, I'm do, I was doing my first jobs, I was hearing voices saying, you, you won't make it. This is not for you. You can't do this. And so it was, I, I had to reaffirm my, my identity. You know, I had to re, reassure who I am. No, I am a problem solver. I'm, I'm solving this. I'm, I'm going to go through this. So that, that kept me going, you know. You had to change yeah. that inner monologue, didn't you? You, you had to yeah. stop that voice of negativity and, and switch yeah, over. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and I started, uh, you know, declaring on on my um, f- uh, declaring for my life that I no, this is this is home. This is where I belong. This country is where I, I am supposed to be, and I am here. There's no plan B, and I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna make it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm I'm on the right path now. I'm I'm very happy and I'm very I'm 
I'm very happy to see that going through this valley, there's there's a, a lot of reward after that. So. How long did it take to start to feel a sense of belonging where you're not feeling so much like a stranger in a strange land or you started to gain confidence in your new role as a fiber new technician? I think it took, I'd say, six months to a year. I, I think it was one of the turning points was, was this uh, declaration that I had to make and things started. And and another thing that, of course, is is of is of course the the fiber new journey after six months is is gotta is like a click that sounds in your mind so it things starts to become more more natural all the process the the dyings and, and so uh, it's kind of more it's not automatic because every job is is different but uh, things start to be more natural to started to become more natural to me so. I think it was kind of uh, everything together, you know, yeah. and I started becoming, be, I, I became more confident in my work and uh, confident that I could uh, achieve these, uh, the best results for, for the customer. So we call that the fiber new swagger. When, when you start to yeah. just get that confidence and it, it starts to click, that, that's exactly what you're describing right now. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. What about your wife and children through this move and, and through the transition? Are they comfortable where you guys are now? Uh, what kind of stresses did they go through, or was it all good all the time? Oh my God, it was. <laughs> it wasn't good at all. Uh, my wife, she went. To, she got into a depression, and during the first and second year, oh, well, thank God she's healed now. So it was really hard because. I had to, it was really hard for me to balance, you know, everything because, you know, uh, when you are starting, uh, things don't go, doesn't go as planned. So she called me in the middle of the afternoon, oh, what time are you going to be home? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> that was really hard for us, you know, keeping that balance and, and give give her some more um, stability on on. Uh, on this because uh, she she's a stay-at-home mom so with two little kids i mean it's it's wild for her it's really hard and having nobody backing us it's even harder i had to find a balance between working hard during the day but i i, I always had to come back home as early as possible to to help her with the dynamics of the chores of the house so it, it it was really a challenge for us, but yeah, thank God everything now is is coming to it. It's falling to its right its right place. She's healed. She's more more positive now. Looking at the future, we are very excited because now we have uh, our first technician, Lucas. I want to say thank to him. He's an amazing guy. He has such an amazing character. He's a he want to do everything right. We are so happy to have him in our in our team. I think he's going to be the first of many. <laughs> Hopefully. That's great to hear. Yeah, that takes some pressure off of you and allows you to scale your business upwards. 
And coincidentally, yeah. he's Brazilian as well, is he not? Yes, okay. yes, he's Brazilian as well. He's okay. a coincidence, yeah. Coincidence only, coincidence. yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. And speaking of fellow Brazilians in your area, you guys found a community where you're living, right? You found some fellow Brazilians who had made the move as well. And I imagine that helped you feel more settled. Yes, that helped a lot. We yeah. have a nice uh, community here, around 15 to 20 families that we know. And uh, yeah, we are always hanging out, you know, and supporting each other. That's really good. But that's really, really good. If we can, Alex, let's go back to the beginning again and talk about the process of coming into the States. You went down the E2 investor visa route. So that involved probably a significant amount of paperwork, the, the help of a lawyer. What else? What, what else was involved in that process for you? Basically, the, the E2 visa is, is a pretty straightforward visa. Once you get the paperwork, you can get the visa in, in three weeks. So the process, uh, an overview of the process, of course, you, you got to make the investment on, on a business. A, a franchise helps a lot because it's established. So once you find out what, which way you want to go, which uh, business you want to go, you got to make put up a business plan. Running in parallel, you got to hire an uh, immigration attorney that will help you with the paperwork. And then, of course, you got to do all the, the procedures to have everything established, like a cell phone, you have a, a bank account, and all you have, you need to open your, your uh, business here. It's pretty straightforward. There's, it took me, I think, I'd say four months with uh, choosing Fibernew, coming to the U.S., opening my bank account, having my cell phone line ready, and uh, looking at the, the the attorney, the the business plan, everything. Once you have this all settled in, you you submit the, the paperwork to the embassy at, in your country. And not all countries has this type of treaty with the U.S., so you need to figure that out if you are moving from other countries. And then I submit the paperwork to the, the embassy, and then in three weeks, they give you the, the permission and you can come in. It's a nice visa. My wife can work anywhere she wants. But the only thing is that if the business goes south, uh, if you get in trouble, you need to go back to to your country. That's the only the only thing. But other that relates than that, back to relates back to no plan B, right? That, that's no plan B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No plan B. That sounds good. So just follow the process, follow the checklist of steps you have to go through, and and that attorney is obviously needed. There have been countless people do it before you, so you're you're definitely not alone in this. And uh, I, I love the idea. You know, I mean, it's it opens that door to to move into the country you want to live in. So uh, good for you for sticking with it. And then also back to the beginning, your very first job. Let's go down memory lane here and talk about that. So. Wow, <laughs> I I was in training. It was it was like a private training session it was really amazing it was me and john bradshaw i want to say hi to him we got the training it it was really it was really good i remember that and then you you go home and, and you had i think a job or two waiting for you did you not essentially oh yeah and yeah. and the, okay yeah so he was like oh i got this job oh my god i got this job and i was i was like 
oh, when I'm going to get my job because I don't know anybody. I don't know if this thing is going to work. So it was in the middle of the training and my my cell phone ring and I, oh my God, that's a Bentley. I've never been to a Bentley before. Was, Whoa! So I had to make some stitching and uh, Bruce Nurse taught me how to do it. I never did a stitching before and, and then I would like, I'm doing a stitching on a hundred thousand dollar <laughs> for the first time in my life. That's wild. So I went back to California. I went to do the job. Oh my god, I was shaking, man. Instead of doing like today, I could do this job for in I'd say in two or three hours at most. It took me two days. I was shaking crazy. <laughs> But yeah, thankfully the guy was was traveling. He didn't bother that I spent two days doing the the job, and I did the first time and didn't come out good. So I went back and redid it, and then he was happy. So that was my first job, but it was really, it was amazing. <laughs> you dove right in and, and got that first job done, and then from there, let's talk about the clients you service today and and the business you built. I mean, I know you do a lot of high end car work you do work on yachts beautiful furniture. Yes. yeah just tell us about that i do uh, i do a mix of uh, jobs today basically cars not only high-end cars but a lot of them furniture high-end furniture and regular furniture as well and boats yachts and i do a little bit of commercial and uh, and and medical stuff as well and uh, yeah, one thing that uh, I think it's part of Fibernew, uh, and uh, I think it's important for us to figure it out, is that what you are good at. One thing that I'm not good at all is is to take things apart and put it back in again. So the whole upholstery part to me is is um it, it's hard. I, I it's really hard for me. So I always tend to to hire somebody to to help me with with that type of work but other than that uh because i mean we finally we, we repair stuff so we, we i always uh, feel that uh, if if we can hire somebody that is specialized in doing that like for instance uh, uh there's this couch uh, we're doing we need to replace some some leather panels on in one section. I mean, it's a long journey for me to figure that out. How can I do it myself? Buying a sewing machine, taking it apart, cutting. You know, I don't think that's my that's something I would thrive in doing. It. So it's better for me to take to my to the upholstery shop. They can do that. Uh, he can make mo- money. I make money, and then once this put back in i can die match and everything everybody's gonna be happy because we have a variety of of things that we can do with fiber and and finding the ones that we, you are really good that's really key i think to to succeed in 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 this business so for you too being completely mobile you can't necessarily yeah. so easily so having partners and outsourcing that's important isn't it oh yes yes it's it's fundamental yeah. yeah, to have this network. And now I have a network of upholsteries. I have uh, some guys to work with cars, another to work with uh, furniture. There is another specialized in marine. So 
it's right. always good to have this and uh, you know that really helps building up we're just about done here alex but i wanted to ask you on the two five and, and ten year outlook and, and what the future looks like for you your family and your fiber new business yeah we have uh, we have dreams here to uh, to buy a house you know to uh, to to provide for for our kids a good education and uh, one of the only the only ways I, I see is to build up my my business here. And uh, that is uh, through uh, building up a team. My my vision is to is to have a, a number of around five technicians. One is specific specifically to each market, and uh, this way we can serve better the the, the community that I'm, I'm inserted in and uh, help building up, achieving all the the dreams we have so that would be my my vision for for the next years i plan to to finish this year with another technician that will be the the foundation for for me to really manage the team to to do it because i really believe that our products our techniques are way better than competition nobody can achieve the same level of quality in terms of dyeing and, and repairs that we do. So it's a matter of uh, getting the word out and uh, having the, the team to back all the, the needs and the needs are always there. One of the strongest characteristics that a franchisee, a fiber new franchisee must have is courage. Sometimes we have some different uh, jobs. Like for instance, last week we we dyed the headliner of a boat. I've never done this before, so it was challenging to to spray upside down. But you know, it took me way more than I expected. I learned from it. If I hadn't had the courage to do that, I've never been through that process. And now I have learned. Maybe on the next one, I will have more courage, and I, I will ha- I'll be more confident to do that. I think courage is really important in in this uh, in this business. And be positive because uh, sometimes we don't feel so confident all days. Sometimes we don't have we don't have a jobs job schedule for the day. You go out and start knocking. You make sales calls. You 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 kind of make the the river flow, make the water flow again, and you start to feel confident. You call some people, and you, oh, I, I can do it. I can do it. Oh my God, there's need. There's need. So. You you keep it keep it going keep it going and uh, there's always stuff to do keep moving and you always find your your way during the during the the challenges you're going through so I'm I'm very thankful for uh, being part of uh, Fiber New to be to have this journey with you I feel very supported very cheered on very I I just want to thank you for the support and for the the amazing business model that Fiber New is Well thank you for being a a partner with us in the business Alex and uh, thanks for taking time to share your story we really appreciate your positive attitude we admire your courage and everything you've done and I think you're an inspiration to a lot of people so Really appreciate your time. Thanks a lot for listening into Alex's story. If you want to speak directly with him, you can find him at fibernew.com slash Newport. 
And for any questions about franchising with Fiverr, we can be found at fiverr.com slash franchising. Thanks again. Take good care and cheers. Cheers.